It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go! What does a tattoo tell you about LSU's win over Ole Miss? I know tattoos. What are you talking about? And what is the main reason why LSU has had these games that they've had over the past couple of weeks? I want you to answer that question right now. Okay? So, I do want to say a few things right off the jump. There are a few things that have happened over the past weeks that have kind of been the topics of past PHL podcasts including Brian Kelly needing to get the team better prepared to play versus really good teams. And we've seen LSU take care of business versus Florida and Ole Miss. And obviously that's a big thing. And then, you know, a big episode we had last week kind of ties in with our last Power Hour LSU film study on YouTube on the third and eight decision to actually run Josh Williams. He picked up seven yards on a light box set it up for a fourth and one run to continue a drive that was the impetus of our last week's podcast titled why brian kelly will not be the next jimbo fisher so if you want to go back and listen to those episodes even though they are a little dated they do actually apply to what has actually happened to lsu over the past few weeks so i just wanted to include that before we continue on today's episode now as many of you know this podcast is is to look at the macro and look at the bigger picture of LSU football and you know the day-to-day play-to-play kind of stuff is done on YouTube so understand that there are a lot of people that deserve a lot of credit and the biggest of which is actually Brian Kelly because he's done a lot of really good things in getting this team back on the right track but I want to talk today about a tattoo now Before I actually do that, I do want to issue a disclaimer. We don't know as much about these players as we would like to claim that we know. And what I mean by that is there are so many different factors that go in to so many different players deciding where they want to go play their football. And to go back to something we mentioned a minute ago about Jimbo Fisher... Obviously, the five-star exodus, as you would expect, is about to happen. There's more player suspensions and people not bought in. And obviously, the opposite of that is true at LSU. But I, I want to issue and talk about something that I think it's a little bit bigger than Brian Kelly, and that is the LSU brand. Now, I might be biased because, of course, you know, LSU football has kind of become my full-time job and my passion. It's been my lifelong passion. But it does seem what LSU represents is bigger and kind of cool with players, which is why I bring up the tattoo. Because there's a young man, a lot of you are probably familiar, Harold Perkins, who has just kind of taken over this team, right? He's been LSU's best defensive player overall, probably along with Micah Baskerville this year. And when Harold Perkins has played, a lot of havoc has ensued. Even to where Lane Kiffin himself points out that number 40 is unlike anybody else that LSU has on their team. Now, 
we can get into different discussions. Why wasn't Harold used versus Florida State, and why wasn't he used versus Tennessee? And those are our only two losses. And I would say, you know, Florida State first game of the year, and Tennessee, they probably would have beaten us down anyway. They're really good, and we made a lot of mistakes. Still, you've seen the transcendency from Harold Perkins that has really taken this team to the next level. But what really stood out to me, though, was this tattoo. Now, I tweeted this out at Power Hour LSU. You could see it for yourself. But there was a uh, celebratory photo with Harold Perkins and Matt House um, taken after the game. And there is a huge tattoo on Harold Perkins' right shoulder, bicep region, if you will. And it is the eye of the tiger, right? And I'm not talking about survivor. I'm not talking about, you know, just any eye of the tiger. We're talking about the eye of the tiger that is dead center on LSU's Tiger Stadium midfield. That is on Harold Perkins' shoulder, right? And I'll share with you a little, you know, behind-the-scenes information about Harold Perkins that, you know, really stood out to me. So, when I started, you know, evaluating him last year and I first turned on the tape, I remember, you know, just being in awe. My jaw was to the floor watching him play running back and looking at his testing scores. And as many of you know, I do these deep recruit evaluations. Now, me pointing out that Harold Perkins was going to be a great player isn't just some, you know, amazing find, if you will. He was a five-star for a reason, but what Harold Perkins is doing now is what I actually expected him to do. He was the best LSU player I've evaluated since Leonard Fournette in terms of just being a prospect that I've seen ever. And he was by far my number one player in the class of 2022. And I was saying this even when he was committed to Texas A&M. So when he was committed to Texas A&M, I, I did receive some information that, hey, this is not over. There were some people who know more about the recruiting process and these individual players that I do uh, that that reach out to me because they had seen some of the Harold Perkins content and they said, hey, we know you really love this kid. We're just going to let you know that it's not over. It's not over. Harold Perkins is still seriously considering going to LSU. It was interesting that there was a connection that Harold Perkins, and he had Louisiana ties uh, to LSU, that did seem a little bit deeper than a recruit just wanting to go to LSU. And that is why that tattoo is significant. As many of you know, I don't have any tattoos, but tattoos are permanent. Now, there are ways, obviously, to change tattoos and tattoo over them. I mean, obviously, you know, a tattoo isn't the be-all, end-all. But I, I will say that it does show you something that really exemplifies how much Harold Perkins really wanted to be at LSU. And, you know, th there's, you know, the story of his uncle who's very active on social media, who, who was just really hammering home the LSU thing. And I remember Harold Perkins had this handshake that was on Instagram with Ed Orgeron. It just always felt like to me that he really wanted to be here. And when you watch this young man play, it does seem like it's a, it's different. It does feel like he's playing a different sport, and it does feel like that this guy 
really wants to be here. And there are other five-star recruits that go to LSU and go to other schools that are just there just to be there. That the, Whether it be they got the most money, whether it be they absolutely feel that that university was the best case scenario for them to get ready to go to their next stop, which obviously is the NFL. But, you know, it wasn't until this tattoo this past weekend that made me really say, okay, everything that was being told to me during the recruiting process is actually true. That Perk really loves LSU. And you saw, you know, him getting the student athlete uh, of the week thing earlier in the year. And you've seen what he's been able to do on the field. And you just see this young man's desire, his willingness to learn, his willingness to play special teams. He's been really good on kickoff for LSU. This guy is truly spectacular. And, you know, yes, it does come off a little victory lapish, me saying, hey, I, I thought this guy would do this. I was very explicit in saying that this guy would do what he's doing now. But the truth is, I am just happy that this is actually happening. But could you imagine if his efforts were being wasted with what is happening with Texas A&M right now? So, why is all of that important? Well, you know, there there were a lot of five-star recruits that a lot of you are probably familiar, or top 100 recruits, if you will, that were seriously considering LSU, but they ended up going to Texas A&M. And obviously, Texas A&M is a dumpster fire. So, what do you make of Harold Perkins flipping from A&M to LSU, getting a ton of playing time, and starring in a very exotic and modern defensive scheme under Matt House. Well, it shows you, I don't know when Harold Perkins got that tattoo. I don't know, I, I couldn't tell you. But it shows you that players really love being at LSU, right? Whether it be the brand LSU, whether it be the uh, the, the players that have played at LSU, Tyron Matthew, Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow, you know, all the legends uh, at LSU. But... The truth is, what Brian Kelly has let everybody know is if you're good enough to play, you're going to play. And as much credit as we want to give Brian Kelly, the change has really been with the players, right? Imagine where LSU would be right now if it had not been for the true freshman, if it had not been for Harold Perkins. You make a strong case. We don't beat Ole Miss. We don't beat Mississippi State. We don't beat Auburn without Harold Perkins on the field. We may not win these games if we don't have Will Campbell and Emory Jones. And obviously it was a big leap of faith for all three of them to come to LSU when there was so much change that was happening at LSU, especially considering LSU had not hired their offensive coordinator yet when Will Campbell signed early uh, with LSU. So it's very interesting that you know, obviously Brian Kelly deserves a lot of credit, but ultimately what wins you games at the Division One college football level and just what wins you games, uh, wins you games in any sports, it, it's the players. So I hope you guys uh, come check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash LSU football. You can always get our Patreon game grades and all of that. And as we always do at the end of every episode, we always give you one little extra nugget. And I shared this on my buddy Blake Rafino's show and Obviously, you know, Blake and I are really good friends, really happy. Big, big, big thing happened in his personal life. That's obviously really, really cool. Um, but 
I, I did share this. I want to show some love to Micah Baskerville as well. Look, he is the uh, the, the opposite of Harold Perkins, right? He is the elder statesman, class of 2018. It's time to start putting his name up there with the Damon Clarks and the Perry Rileys, the uh, Kevin Minters, if you will. He's really good. I mean, he's really, really, really good, and he should start getting some butt love. I really do mean it. So, shout-out to you, Baskerville. Shout-out to North Louisiana Tigers. Gotta love it, baby. And I hope you subscribe. Five-star reviews, all the good stuff. It is the PHL Podcast, baby. Bam! And tonight, ooh, getting some of that Tolo's Big Apple Deep Dish. Let's gizzo!